So there's a lot of coaching folks out there talking about getting the business, like trucking is a hot topic right now. But it doesn't matter how much information you give people, if they don't see the big picture, if they don't really believe that I can do this, and they have that know-it-all from within, and they've gone through, you know, maybe dealing with the life coach, or they've had someone to help them get past barriers or how to overcome objections. Um, if they don't have that mindset, you're just pouring information. So one of the things that we do, we want you to see the vision. We want you to see that you can do this thing. You are listening to The Millionaire Talk Show with Charles Oglesby. We're going to be millionaires. And we're interviewing proven millionaires who've built their wealth in real estate, sales, marketing, branding, and other areas by betting on themselves. And now, here's your host, Charles Oglesby. Charles Oglesby. This is the Millionaire Talk Show. My name is Charles Oglesby, also known as Todd Millionaire. Thank you guys all for tuning in. The purpose of this podcast is to share the stories of successful African-American business owners and investors so that people can hear the stories of successful examples because they exist. We want people to learn the business and investing are the true keys to financial success and generational wealth. With us today, we have the truckpreneur, Tammy and Sheldon. And uh, they, I'm not sure what part of the country they're in, but I know they've been crushing and box trucking, which is really cool because we've been seeing a lot of people having success with semi trucks. And you can start to think that it's just semi or no way, but apparently there's a lot of money to be made in trucking. I've seen into the business. So we're going to talk to them, learn a bit of, learn a little bit about their story and um, just have a good conversation. So welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So um, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are? Um, just like a little quick bio. Let me ask you this now. Is it Todd or Charles? It's Charles. It's Charles. It's Charles. Okay, okay. I get I don't that know. all the time. <laughs> I shouldn't have named my company after a person. So then they wouldn't assume that was my name. Everybody makes that, that assumption. Yes. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. Well, we um we we um we got three companies. We got two trucking companies. Uh we got WJRM, which is my wife's trucking company, named after a Ford children, Willie Jerome, Robbie, and Michael. And then we have Yael Transport, uh, which is my trucking company. That's named after my first grandchild, um, uh, my granddaughter. But then we have A Truckerpreneur. A Truckerpreneur is a coaching service that we teach people how to start a transportation company with no CDL required, box truck, cargo van, sprinter van. Uh, since COVID, we've turned over 550 people into entrepreneurs. And last year, we produced two millionaires in their first year uh, coming through our program. Um, and yeah, so we try to uh, uh, let people know that the 18-wheeler is number one in this business now. Don't get that twisted. But the 18-wheeler is not the only way that you can make money in the transportation business. That same box truck that you can walk into Penske, Ryder, or Enterprise and show your driver's license that you want to rent it uh, for um, uh, to yeah. move your furniture is the same uh, uh, truck that you can buy, and that truck can produce $150,000 to $200,000 a year. Yeah, and that's really interesting because I've owned a semi-truck, and one of my biggest struggles is I bought the truck I couldn't even drive the truck from the lot to the parking space. It sat there for about a month before I got my stuff in order and I got somebody to actually they towed it to the parking space. And so I have a little bit of experience in the trucking industry. My trucking actually has been down for some time. And that's why I've been looking at the CDL because I'm so limited 
with um, my truck. I can't even get behind it and deliver some stuff if I wanted to. But if I mean, that would get the truck running if I had some free time or whatnot. But I'm curious, what landed you two in the trucking industry? What say that again now? When did you guys get into the tr- trucking industry? Well, we we um, I started my trucking company in 2017. Uh, we started coaching people in March of 2018. Uh, we started coaching people around our kitchen table. Our first uh, our seminar was uh, March of 2018 around our kitchen table for twenty five dollars. We had 14 people. And then we um, we kept doing it for about a year. And then we 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 kind of gave up on it because it was a lot of work. And then uh, once we learned about social media, that's when we uh, we took off. Yeah. Took off. How is that just because you had access to more people and the same information? What, what caused that? Well, I think, uh, you know, we hired a, uh, a coach and uh, that coach's name is Mark Russell, Klein Attraction yeah. University. And uh, once we uh, once we got with him, um, our business just flourished. He, he, he showed us how to, to make the videos and, and how to pay for advertisement with Facebook and how, you know, all of the, 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 the uh, basic stuff that you need to know about social media. And it just grew our audience uh, to the point right now on Instagram, we got 70,000 followers, uh, legitimate 70,000 followers, not bu- not bought uh, uh, 70,000 right. followers. And I think we got 60 or another 70 or 80,000 on our, our box truck uh, group on Facebook. So, yeah, that's how we got started, man. So why the box truck and not the semi truck? Uh, it was easy for me. Um, you, you probably got to um, understand my story before you can really appreciate the journey. So for a lot of people that don't know, um, I spent uh, I went to prison at the age of 46 and I got out of prison. I walked out of prison at 55 and I did eight and a half years in prison. But when I was in prison, I had a Christian brother that owned semis and I used to pick his brain about the trucking business. So I picked this brain about the trucking business. So when I got out, I got my CDLs and my first job was with 7up. But 7up was paying me $1,200 a week for 65 hours to make that $1,200. So uh, I, I did that for three months. I left them and went to USA Concrete driving the concrete truck. I was making $1,500 a week, but I was working 70 hours Monday through Saturday. So I was like, it got to be a better way and uh, made a phone call. A friend said, you can make $1,000 a week in a cargo van. And I was like, stop it, man. He said, I'm telling you. So I went out and bought my first cargo van for $1,500, leaking oil, uh, smoking in the back. And the cargo van bought me $900 a week at 32 hours. Seven months later, I bought my first box truck and the rest is history. Now, the reason why uh, I didn't go from a cargo van to a, a semi is because I couldn't afford a semi. Uh. Reason why I didn't start with a box truck, I couldn't afford a box truck. So I had to start at ground with a cargo van and then gradually go up to the box truck. And then gradually now we own box trucks and semis, you know, so that's how our journey started and how the coaching service started. When I had the cargo van, I used to pull up to the same places that the, uh, the 18 wheeler and the box truck will pull up at. And I used to ask questions about transitioning from the cargo van to the box truck and nobody wanted to help me. They didn't want to give out the information. They tried to hoard the information. They tried to hide the information. And I, I, I used to get furious, pissed off, mad about it. 
And I told God that I would never, ever be like that. And I um, I jumped in the business on my own, figured it out on my own. And I went back and, and uh, taught two people out of prison and three people I went to CDL school with. Uh, I helped them start their business. And then my wife came to me and said, hey, let's do our first seminar. And that's when we started our seminar in March of 2018 at our yeah. house. So. The wife, she she handles more of the seminar business, it sounds like. Yes, yes. I am not one to be bouncing around in a box truck, even though um, I, I can drive one if I needed to because you don't need a CDL. But, you know, I kind of stay in my lane. Me and Sheldon, we have two separate lanes in the company. I help, you know, with marketing. I help with the social media, which is relatively new to us. We've only been on Instagram, maybe in the full two years. Uh, we started our Instagram account back in 2018, but we never really knew how to work it. Um, but, you know, that's what I do. I, I work with um, with my team. We have 12 employees that help run our coaching service. Um, so I help lead a team, keep them motivated, you know, stay industry current um, and just provide the company uh, with support from a marketing perspective. Yeah. How how helpful is it to have both people on the same team in a marriage? Because a lot of times you'll have just the husband out there doing his thing and the wife, she's doing something completely separate, but you guys are working together. Uh, well, I think the best way to say it is that, you know, um, I always wanted a spouse in my life that we can make, uh, start a business together, grow together, make, you know, a substantial living together. So I've always wanted that. Um, I didn't see that many examples growing up because typically, like you said, you know, in um, minority families, you know, the, the parents are probably working two separate jobs trying to just make ends meet. Mm -hmm. uh, but we were fortunate enough for God to align our paths at the right time where I had grown and gone through some things and Sheldon had grown as well and gone through some things. So when we connected, we were at a place in our life where his kids were all grown. My kids were about to be grown. Um I, I have a, co a corporate background, so I work in the healthcare arena. So when I learned that he was, you know, launching this business and trying to get his trucking, uh, start trucking business off the ground, like getting his cargo van going, then, you know, for my corporate brain started kicking in and then my creative juices started to flow. And I was like, let's start a seminar. Like, let's do it. I can do a PowerPoint presentation. We can invite people over. We can share this knowledge with people because back then there was no one on YouTube talking about box trucks. There was no one, uh, no websites. There was no information out there. We were the first to market with this whole box truck industry. Um, and so when he was like, okay, let's try it. And we started working together. Now, was it easy all the time? No, we would clash. But the one thing he would always say, and he says it now, like, this is your skill set. And then I have a certain skill set as long as I stay in my lane and I don't try to merge over to his lane because he will put me back in my place and then vice versa. So we make it work. But it hasn't always been challenging. We've had to go through some, you know, some uh, rough nights, some days um, because it's two people that's learning one and number number one. And then now you also learn how to work together in business. I mean, it is definitely uh, it, it will stretch you. I'll put it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's interesting because you guys started out the coaching in person and you kind of got burned out. But then you started on social media and it worked. So I'm trying to find out, like, is it because it was less time required? Are you able to kind of package it up into like a digital course so that you can teach people without you being involved? What's how are you able to have more success online? Because it's still I mean, you would think that it's still the same amount of time, but it might be less. Well, a lot. 
Oh. I, I think um, when when we kind of got burnt out, we was trying to um, create clients or or advertise for clients, but we didn't have no idea about social media. I'm 61 years old. My wife is in her early 50s. So she, you know, she didn't know anything about social media. So we was trying to get clients by word of mouth and and other ways, and, and it just wasn't working. It just wasn't working. So what we did, which was a stretch for us, and it's a stretch for a lot of people, we had to hire a coach. And once we hired a coach, you know, and we try to tell people now, it appears that you are spending money, but it's really you're investing in yourself and in your brand. And once we learn that by investing in yourself with a coach, you will eliminate a lot of mistakes and eliminate a lot of stress because you have somebody that can guide you through the process. And that's what we did. Once he taught us how to create clients, we just took off. Yeah. And I, I, you know, and for me, my mom is a retired educator. So education and putting together content and putting together courses and make it flow and make sure that, you know, we have good, rich substance um, that we're delivering to people that comes easy for me. So I could build a course in my sleep. I can have my corporate friends look at it. They dissect it. They give me feedback. You know, we run it past the team. So that's my strength being able to say, Hey, listen, we have something here. Um, what's the best way to put it out there. And if you notice, we're not really on YouTube because we never really have to tap into that because, and one of the main reasons, because we wanted a more, uh, controlled environment where we could really, you give everybody everything they need in just one space, you know, and everything is condensed, it's outlined, it's easy to follow, it's digestible. And you have the number one box truck coach right there holding your hand every step of the way. So we want to be extremely hands on with our coaching clients, with those that come into our program um, so that they that their level of success would be, you know, great. For, it would be a great experience. So that's important also. Because if you invest in a high level coach and Marquel's not cheap, <laughs> if you invest in a high level coach, it helps you become a better coach because you understand what's required to be a coach. So then not only are you able to have success with your content, you're able to have success with your clients. So it's like you're getting clients, but now we're also turning out successful clients. That's really interesting. Um, so I want to go back to your story because we're talking about you have one truck. When did you start to see like massive success? What did that look like for you? Well, well, when I transitioned from the cargo van to the box truck, I had that one box truck for maybe four and a half years. I never wanted to scale up. And one of the reasons why I never wanted to scale up because I was uh, I was in my late 50s and, you know, I wanted to spend time with my kids, my grandkids, my wife at the time, my girlfriend. And um I, I used to only work three to four days out of the week. I never worked more than four days. And I had three days off. And that's what I wanted. I was happy with making 10 grand a month, 12 grand a month, $14,000 a month, just working four days out the week in my truck. But then um, uh, when I met my wife, when it was time to scale up and I understood that I could handle the scaling up and I could employ people and help people make a good income, that's what intrigued me uh, to scale up. So right now, I think we had, we got four box trucks and one, one semi, and we're getting ready to purchase another semi. And uh, we don't, we don't, I don't drive anymore. I stopped driving maybe a year and a half ago. 
and we employing people. We got 11 employees on our uh, coaching program. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's just been a rewarding experience, man. When you hear grown men and grown women uh, uh, telling you thank you, but their voice is cracking, they're trying to hold back the tears because they didn't transition from working for somebody for 10 years. And now they're an entrepreneur making 10 grand, 14 grand a month when they was uh, uh, barely making three, four, five thousand dollars a month. So it's a rewarding experience, man. I just thank God that God gave me and my wife this platform. And we 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 and we know that this is where we want to be. This yeah. is where we want to be. Yeah, it's not like a fly by night thing for us. Like, you know, we didn't just start this to see oh how to like this is true ministry for us. And to know that God has given us the opportunity through the through his grace and mercy to transform lives. We don't take it as, oh, you know what? Let's just start making money. Now, because we have 11 empl- well, 12 employees on our team, we got a payroll. You know, we have we want we wanted to have our coaching program to run like a well-oiled machine. So we have a coaching program where we the, the focus is to exude exceptional customer service. Hands down. So to do that, you got to have right right people on the team. Uh, most of them, uh, they have a corporate background as well. So they understand customer service. So I want to look for the industry's best to get on this team with us so that we could deliver exceptional customer service and be obsessed with our client success. And that's yeah. what sets us apart. We're so obsessed with client success that you know, that's just that that's just our mission. So it's not just like something we thought, oh, my God, this will be fun. Um, it was plenty of times we wanted to quit. We wanted to quit. And it was like God was like, no, I gave you an assignment and you need to go ahead and move forward with it. And we'll know when it's time. But, you know, we, it wasn't just something we just came up with just to make money. Yeah. So you said you wanted to quit. Is that like quit trucking coaching or quit the trucking business? Quit coaching, quit trucking, <laughs> quit my marriage, quit. <laughs> Quit, quit everything. But, uh, you know, because it will test you, your husband and wife team together, uh, you know, trying to run a business, it can be a bit stressful. Uh, coaching clients, you know, can wear you out depending on how the access levels are. So we put some parameters in place now where we still are very intimate and close to our coaching clients, but we do have some processes in place so we can make sure we can still connect with them. Um, and then also quit the trucking business. I mean, it's up and down sometimes, you know, so, uh, but we realize that it's a lucrative business. Um, if you put the hustle with it, you understand the information because that's what people fail. They don't really understand the information. And then when they did get it, they don't know the right information to keep the doors open. So in our program, we got the right accountants who specialize in trucking. We talk to, we have people that come on our coaching calls that talk about how you can save money and invest in IULs or, you know, invest in real estate, whatever the case may be. You know, if it may not just be trucking because a lot of our coaching clients are entrepreneurs and they're serial entrepreneurs. This is just another avenue for them. So we want to make sure that it's not just about trucking and starting a business, keep the doors open, create generational wealth, and then understand the fundamental of accounting and, and knowing your numbers and knowing your books and all that as it relates to trucking. Yeah. So truck prices have been going crazy lately. Um do you think that's going to continue to be the case or do you think they're going to correct or to become more normal? No, they're going to correct it. One of the reasons why the prices have skyrocketed is that COVID has put uh, the manufacturers in a position where they can't produce new ones. So by, the, by, so by them not producing new ones, that means people are holding on to their used ones instead of trading them in. 
So the people that do have ones, the price, that, that's what's making the price increase. So that's the yeah. issue uh, with the trucking, but it's going to, it's going to, uh, it's going to solve itself. I, I believe probably, uh, I would say probably July, uh, I think we'll start seeing uh, these prices start to go down. Yeah. And if it's in a box truck and cargo van arena, some of the prices that are, you see the gouging that's going on could be because of my wonderful husband. He's turned over 600 <laughs> people as entrepreneurs, you know? So, I mean, you know, trucks are scarce. Uh, people are hopping into the industry. Uh, they want to be a part of something that's great, a part of something good. So they're buying trucks. So those that have trucks, they know sub- supply and demand is real. So yeah. where there's limited supply, you know, the drive goes up, the money goes up. So, but we think it's going to, we're going to see a quick turnaround really soon. We've talked, um, we had the opportunity to talk with some of the rental companies. I know Sheldon was on site with, was it Penske or Ryder? Where we bought the 18 wheeler. Was it Ryder? Ryder. Yeah. With Ryder and the manager there, uh, he was saying the same thing that, you know, right now, you know, the prices are up, but once they start producing more trucks, the market is about to change. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned Penske and Ryder and, and they're companies that typically lease and rent trucks. Yes. Are you guys in favor of that model of the business? Because I've heard that some people actually are in favor of leasing something because the maintenance might be lower. Um, the payments are going to be higher, but um, it's more predictable, I guess. What's your thoughts on that? No, you can't not. You can't rent no box truck uh, uh, and make no money in this business, especially if you're trying to do over the road. By the time they hit you at 700 a week or 750 a week plus 25 cent a mile, it's going to eat up all your profit. Now, when I say eat up all your profit, you just turned a entrepreneurship into a regular job because now you have to find the load and you have to uh, make money because Penske won't. They want their weekly um, rent yeah. uh, money, uh, regardless if that truck moving or not. So I tell people all the time, that's one of the things that I emphasize. You cannot rent a truck and make money. Now, when I say you can't rent a truck, you can make $500 a week, <laughs> but that ain't no money. So, yeah. you know, by the time Pesky take their money, you pay the insurance and all of that. Yeah, you'll make yourself about five $600 a week when if you own the truck, you can make uh $2,000 a week or $2,500 a week. So, but you can't make that $2,500 if Penske getting all the money. Yeah. Is the same true for like a lease though? Yeah, it's the same thing. A lease is just a little bit cheaper. Uh, you know, let's say for example, if you rent a truck, it it, it might be uh, $700 a week. If you lease a truck, well, $700 a week is $2,800. If you lease a truck, it might be $2,200 or $20. You know, it's just a couple of hundred dollars. Uh, yeah. difference. So last year was tough to find drivers, at least for me. I was struggling. Um, the drivers that I was getting, they would come and then they would leave. Um, even the people that I was trying to get, it just was really difficult. They might even get snatched up before. I had a driver say he was going to take the drug test and he like asked me for money to help him with this child support. Like I was like, huh, you want me to pay your child support? That's kind of <laughs> crazy. Um, for, for drivers, did you guys experience a driver shortage or was everything okay for you? Well, we never experienced a driver shortage with our box truck, box trucks because you, all you need is a driver's license. But when we did get the semi, it was a challenge trying to get a CDL driver because there's a shortage. There's a shortage of CDL drivers. And some of the big companies are offering big bonuses to, to take them away from you. So, yeah, that has been a challenge. That has been a challenge. Yeah, That's so, why if you ever find one, you have to take care of them. 
Yeah. You have to take care of them. But so for me, taking care of them, I was confused because I, I wasn't too sure on like how much they should be getting paid. I still want to make it profitable for the business. It's like, how do you measure that? How do you measure where you're paying? I guess you got to do your, your research. You got to figure out what they're being paid other places. Well, most people, uh, the standard right now is 25% of what the truck makes. Some, some companies still pay their drivers per mile. We don't pay our drivers per mile. We pay our drivers. Let me, let me backtrack. The standard is 25%. We pay our drivers 27% of what the truck makes. And if they with us, if they with us for a year, we give them 30% of what the truck makes. So that keeps them on. I like it. I like it. Um, any bonuses, anything like that? Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, I do spontaneous bonuses. Like if the truck hit a certain amount per week, I might uh, throw an extra $200 on their check. Uh, if the truck break down uh, on them and they out of town, uh, I might fly them back home to be with their family until the truck get fixed and then fly them back. I just do little stuff like that to let them know that they are a major part of yeah. what we do. And I'm not going to take you for granted. So I just do little spontaneous things to let them know how important they are. So since for a driver to drive a box truck, they don't need a CDL. How do you determine or vet somebody to make sure that they're qualified to drive behind your truck? Does that have prior like driving experience? What does that look like? Well, we, we, uh, I look for that, but I don't, that's not a priority for me. Because yeah. when you give somebody a chance to make a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars a week, because most of my drivers make a thousand to twenty two hundred dollars a week in a box truck. So sometimes you can just give somebody a chance. Let me give you an example of what we just did with one of the drivers we got. We met a female. Uh, I went live on Instagram and I, uh, I'm looking for drivers. All these people called the toll free number. This one young lady called. And she said she had her CDLs, but she lost them. And I had her go take a drug test. I had her uh, give, give me her three-year MVR. Two days later, she called and said, do you have any places like a shelter where I can go stay at? And I'm like, what you mean? She was like, my my girlfriend, we just got in an argument. She kicked me out. And I was uh, uh, a white guy offered uh, that I could stay at his hotel but when I got there, he wanted sex and I left. And so she was like, I ain't got nowhere to stay. Make a long story short, before she even got in the truck and started making money, I was $800 in the hole paying for her hotels, making sure she eat and doing that. Now, that's me being me, right? And I know that I could take a loss, but I'm also betting that she's going to appreciate somebody that just helped a total stranger that she could be a loyal driver and be with my company for a long period of time. So you do have situations like this where uh, you do got to step out on faith with some of these drivers and understand that they they are your most important entity that you're going to have in the business. And uh, I kind of kind of went on a rant, uh, rant right there, but hopefully I answered that question. Yeah, it goes it goes both ways. It definitely is a risk because honestly, I think I did send the dude money for his child support. <laughs> It wasn't a lot of money, but I think I did help him out a little. I was desperate, man. I was trying to find my own driver and it was just, it was hard. Um, so I ended up hooking up with the 3PL, all that stuff. Do you guys do 3PL work or do you guys do your own authority? No, we have our own authority. Okay. Is that what you recommend? Yeah. I recommend you have your own authority. That's how you make the most money because the 3PLs can take a good amount of the money. 
Um, it's just for me, it was so much paperwork and I was having a hard time keeping track of all the different requirements and different permits and different licenses. Through your coaching, I'm sure you guys streamline that process and you help people understand what needs to be filed and all of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From beginning to end. The first thing is understanding the mindset and understanding and visualizing that you can literally do this thing. See, people, what we know for sure is that, you know, people like information, but more than anything, people want transformation. So there's a lot of coaching folks out there talking about getting in business, like trucking is a hot topic right now. But it doesn't matter how much information you give people, if they don't see the big picture, if they don't really believe that I can do this and they had that know it all from within and they've gone through, you know, maybe dealing with the life coach or they've had someone to help them get past barriers or how to overcome objections. Um, if they don't have that mindset, you're just pouring information. So one of the things that we do, we want you to see the vision. We want you to see that you can do this thing. You know, by just showing you and sharing with you real life experiences on what we've been through. My husband, eight years in prison. Me, I may not have gone to prison, but dealing with fear all my life and afraid to step out there. You know, having negative people in my space. So the biggest thing that we're working on in our coaching program is really letting people understand that they can do this. Because for minorities, honestly, from a generational perspective, we've never really seen wealth. We've never tasted it. We've never seen it. We don't know what it feels like. So to have somebody on social media talk about, I didn't turn three people into millionaires, you can make a six figure. And then when they finish li listen, listening to you talk and they go outside and they see that they in a bad area where they live, negative people all around them, or you know, you finish giving them information and then they get on the phone and talk to somebody who shoot it down or talk down to them and make them feel like they can't do it. Or they sit through a course of training, but all their bills are behind. So when they get off that training, now they're back into that mindset, man, I'm still struggling. So it's the, it's the point of helping people to understand and getting past all of that negative stuff in there so that you can get to the place of prosperity. You will be able to taste and feel and see well. And that's one of the things that I'm really working on developing in our coaching program because yeah. we have a lot of minorities in there. And, you know, I was on a call this past week and, you know, just listening to the mindset, like even though people are doing very well, we still have real life issues, you know, so being able to coach them even at that level, I, I just want to kind of be a game changer when it comes to our coaching program. Yo, it's the Options Trading Workshop, presented by Tide Capital. Learn the fundamentals and advanced trading strategies that allow us the chance to earn $20,000 in side money in one year while working a job and running multiple businesses. That's right. Learn the what, the where, and the how of options trading in this exclusive webinar. To find out more details, hit us up on the link in the bio, on Instagram at Partner with Millie, or on Instagram at Todd.Capital, or just head over to gumroad.com forward slash Todd Capital. I like coaching when it comes to, to trucking because the course isn't enough. And you right. do need, like you never know what you're going to run into when you get into trucking. Yes. And so it's like you guys are there. So if they run into an issue, boom, they can come to you. They can come to the group or the community or whatever you guys have set up. I like that a lot because yeah. trucking I mean, is we're one, of the, we're one of the few programs where you can get in our program and have his cell phone number. Don't too many coaches give out their personal cell phone number. He, you can, and we've talked about 600 coaching clients. You know, we have a process in which we, you know, vet it out, make sure, you know, it's something that needs to get to his level, but you can literally text and he will get on a call with you and you can sit and vent or get a strategy session. Hey coach, you told me I can make this amount of money coming to the program and I'm not seeing that. Well, let's get on a call together. Oh, I know what your issue is. You know, this is the way you're bidding or you're not bidding correctly. Try this, try that. 
Then the next week, they're like, coach, I did it. I hit that $6,000 mark. I did it, coach. You know, so to, to, to see the level of um, hand, hand holding and the level of support that he gives these clients, it's unprecedented. Yeah. It's just unprecedented. Yeah, we, 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 we have four coaching calls a week. Wow. Four. Four coaching calls, Monday through Thursday. Monday and Wednesday at 10 a.m. And then we got Tuesdays and Thursdays at 5 p.m. So we we got four. And then you got my cell number. So we 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 when we say we hold your hand, we literally hold your hand. But yeah. we understand that once you find your rhythm, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna drop off. And we and so for, for some of the people that's out there watching the podcast, we're like, how can you handle all those people? Well, we understand that once a person finds a rhythm and they start to understand the business and they making four or five, six thousand dollars a week, they're not gonna need me anymore. They're only going to call me when they run into something they're not familiar with. And it might be a phone call every four months or every six months. Coach, I ran into this issue. I don't know how to handle it. This is how you handle it. So that's why we can handle uh, such a, a large volume like that. And and then not only that, you know, like he um, is a sought after coach when it comes to this box truck arena. So we have opportunities for dedicated routes. He's working on a really big contract. Wow. Major player. I think it's what, $3.7 million? That's crazy. Yeah, uh, and these, this is a four-year dedicated route for box trucks and cargo vans. So that goes to our coaching clients. We don't put that on social media. It's not on YouTube. That is specifically for our VIP coaching clients. The other thing is that the way in which we set up our program, we knew that at some point Sheldon was not going to have the bandwidth to handle that. So we have an amazing cargo van coach, Coach Deanna, and her husband, Darius. And then we also have a game-changing female box truck coach who has mastered the industry and can literally like be little Sheldon if she wanted to. Her name is Coach Danita. So we got the industry experts on our team to help make sure that our clients get, um, we, that we have, well, number one, we have client obsession is what I want to share because that's our goal to have client obsession. And we are obsessed with our clients. I like it. I like it. So somebody comes into your coaching, um, is there like is there like an information portion or they literally are dropped right in there and they're just interacting in the phone calls? What does that look like? Well, it's, it's multiple ways. I mean, we got a, a we got an online portal that you can take, which we got at 50 percent off right now. And then once you take that online portal, uh, you get six months access so you can go in and out, in and out, in and out. And then your, your schedule, you get one free console call with me uh, on that online portal. Uh, but then we doing next week, we doing a uh, four day training camp where it's going to be a Zoom call for four days, an hour a day. We're going to teach you about the trucking business. And then if you want to transition to coaching, then you can transition to coaching. We didn't have multiple people just take our online portal, just take our seminar class, and they got enough information. They went on and started a trucking company on their own. But then we have some people that want their handheld. They don't want to make no mistakes. They don't want to go through no frustration. We help you from your LLC to your EIN number to opening your business bank account. It's showing you how to get a business uh, credit card so for repairs, uh, to how to buy a truck, where to buy a truck. No truck is purchased without my approval. So we got a job form. So the clients have to send in the make, model, miles, and price and two pictures of the truck. And then I approve it because of these high prices. So if the prices is too high, I deny it. 
Most of my coaching clients listen to everything that I say. Then we show them how to sign up with the brokers with a new authority. Then we show them how to bid. We tell them on what load boards to go on. And then some of them, they take off like a rocket. First week, three grand. Second week, four grand. Some people start off $1,500 a week. And then they get to $1,800. Then they call me and say, Coach, I ain't making but $1,800 a week. What am I doing wrong? Let's set up a strategy session. This is what you're doing wrong. You're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. You're doing that wrong. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. I want you to do that. Then they go from 1800 to 3500 to 3500 to 5000 So when I tell you we hands-on, I'm hands-on. And we do every time that me and my wife is in a different state, we post on social media a meet and greet. So every from Dallas to North Carolina to uh, Chicago to Gary, Indiana, we didn't have 40 to 50 people just come and hang out with us and uh, just ask me questions and all kind of stuff like that. And also, I like to piggyback because you kind of downplay this, that if you live in Georgia where we are and you're a coaching client and you find a truck, he's coming to look at that truck. So he literally is driving on site Wow! To go, yeah, to look at the truck, make sure it's inspected, make sure the mechanic is there. We can't do it because we have clients all across the country, but we can definitely do it for our Folks that live in, in Georgia definitely are close by. Or, or they or the truck is in Georgia, but they live out of state, right? Because we teach people how to buy trucks out of state without yeah. even moving. We've got protocols in place where you can find a truck in Wisconsin. We're gonna show you what to do before you even uh go down there and buy the truck. Yeah. So it's like you're making it really difficult for somebody to fail. Cause I Absolutely. wish I had that kind of coaching. I was out there guessing. And, you know, I'm not making my 1500 a week. I'm my truck is my truck is sitting right now and it's been sitting for a few months. And if I had a coach, I'd probably been able to maneuver through all the different things I'm going through because I wanted to run my truck out of California and I was having a hard time getting it out of California. And so I had to get in contact with somebody who's just going to take it and just ran it for me. And I'm making way less money. And so it's like if I had a coach, I probably could have got it going in California. Do you have California clients? Oh, yeah. We got about five Cal- uh, California clients. So your truck is in California? No, my truck is in Arkansas right now because that's where the person. Well, is I, I got somebody I got somebody that I can turn you on to where that truck can um, you can probably do about five or six grand a week net. Uh, he got some dedicated routes, but it's uh, it's from North Carolina to Georgia and Georgia to back to North Carolina. So if you know, we can definitely talk about that. I can turn you on to uh, him and let you call him, and you can chop it up with him. Absolutely, yeah. I need I need all the help I can get, man. <laughs> right. What is one thing about trucking that you didn't expect, or just like the whole coaching business, all of this? Um, I can I can go and take that one, Sheldon, if you don't mind. One of the things I didn't expect in expect i'm sorry expect was um number one i didn't realize how niched down that we were i didn't realize that you know we we just like so niched um in this industry and then the other thing is that i didn't realize that you could really make a lucrative income um in this trucking arena uh it was a game changer for me because again i i'm just i've been so straight corporate and just step it out to be a full-time entrepreneur um in the trucking space and haven't missed the beat it's just it's it's mind-blowing um what's one challenge that you're facing in the industry right now and how are you going to overcome it i would say right now i mean it's not a challenge for me but it's been a challenge for some of my my coaching clients is that these fuel prices uh have skyrocketed and you know it's dipping into their profit so they they um 
they uh some of them are panicking but then we 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 showed them uh strategies how to avoid that uh like for this one app there's an app called mudflap and if you punch in uh you you download this app called mudflap it'll show you where all the uh diesel fuels are the cheapest at on your route and then we uh we gave them a strategy is uh start taking shorter runs like runs for three four hundred miles that pay they pay a lot better so but that's probably the biggest surprise uh that uh a lot of my um my coaching clients are facing right now so before i head to the wrap-up questions i was online looking for a box truck and i was confused because there's so many options out there um there's like different axles it was just confusing what do you recommend for somebody who's looking to find a truck? Like what's the best kind of, what's, what's, what makes sense as a truck to buy? Cause it was just well, like first, crazy. First of I, all, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, I would tell people don't even worry about uh, Axel or anything like that. Only thing you need to know is, is it a non CDL box truck or a CDL box truck? That's all you need to know. A mm. non CDL box truck is 26,000 pounds or less. It 26,000 pounds or less. It's a non-CDL. You can use your driver's license to drive it. It's going to come in three weight classes, 26,000, 25,999, 25,950. Those are non-CDLs. A CDL box truck is going to say 33,000 pounds GVW when you open the uh, when you open the driver door. Uh, my number one uh, box truck I recommend is a Hino. It's called a H-I-N-O Hino. It, uh, the model number is 268. That is a Toyota box truck. My second box truck is a Freightliner M2106. M2106. That is a non-CDL box truck. My third box truck, it has to be a 2015 or 16 or newer international with a Cummings engine and an Allison transmission. If it don't have a Cummings engine and an Allison transmission in the international, then you don't want it. Uh, you want a Cummings engine and an Allison transmission in the Freightliner. And the uh, the Hino got its own engine, so you don't got to worry about that. But those are the three trucks. Oh, and I will recommend uh, the Ford F750 uh, box truck with a Cummings engine and an Allison transmission. Cummings. So I think when it comes to engines, it's like either Cummings or like Detroit. Right, right. Detroit. Detroit is a good engine. Oh, that's yep. a good engine. Okay. I think I got a Detroit engine. I'm pretty sure I got a Detroit engine. Um, so actually I have another question. My father-in-law has a CDL. He was driving. He ended up um getting sick and he like blacked out. And I did he freeze up as it just on my someone wants to make some money. You know you uh, froze up. You froze oh, up yeah, after you went out your, for a few uh, minutes. After sorry your about dad, that. after your friend blacked out. All right, sorry about that. I'll start. I don't know my internet's doing this. So my father-in-law, he um he got sick. He still wants to be in the trucking industry, but he can't drive. What advice would you give to somebody who's in that situation? But they still want to be in the industry. They can't drive, but it's like they don't know if they want to be a dispatcher. Like, what does that look like? I would say a dispatcher is another avenue. He got the experience. He know what the rates are. He can, you know, uh, dispatch. Uh, you, ain't, you can start uh, right at home and... Uh, or you can be uh, you can be a fleet manager. You can you you can be a fleet manager for somebody. You can just run their trucks and make sure that their trucks are are taken care of. Or when the trucks need to go to the shop, you may can't drive it to the shop, but you can assign somebody to drive it to the shop. So those are different avenues uh, that you that he can do. Oh. 
All right. So three or a few quick questions as the wrap up questions. The first is, what is your favorite business or investing book? Ooh, baby, I'm gonna let you answer that one. Oh, my favorite. Uh, I, well, I'll tell you my favorite. I have several right here. Um, that's a good question. All right. So my favorite, I honestly, would be Thinking Grow Rich. I mean, I <laughs> I would and I have it on Audible now. Um, so I've been reading that and just really understanding the mind shape of thinking to be at a different level uh, when it comes to wealth. So I would say mine is it's old school, but it still serves its purpose today. And that's Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. That was my first Napoleon, book I yeah. ever read. And I'm not a reader. So I yeah, that was my first book I ever yeah. Uh, uh, read, but uh, I will say I did read a Battlefield of the Mind by George Myers. Mm. Battlefield of the Mind by George Myers. So that's a good book right there because all this stuff is it's a mindset, it's a mind change, it's a mindset, and it's a mind change. And if you don't, if you like, I, I tell a story about Colonel Sanders all the time when I get an opportunity uh, to. So a lot of people don't understand that. Colonel Sanders used to sell chicken in gas stations. That's how he blew up. He used to, but he, he, he would go to different gas stations and put his chicken, uh, his recipe in the gas stations. But Colonel Sanders ended up shooting a man and his friend got killed because the people was marking down. They was uh, putting graffiti on his sign about his chicken. But the point I'm trying to make is behind every successful man, there's going to be some stumbling blocks, some trials, some tribulations, but you got to push through it. That's that's just the way it's set up. For whatever reason, God set it up that way, that before you can become successful, there's going to be some stumbling blocks some trials and tribulations. They are designed to make you quit. That's what they designed for. They designed to make you give up. But we ain't giving up in 2022. We're not doing that in 2022. And we denouncing fear and rebuking fear in 2022. And we are changing this. This is where it begins. And I tell uh, people all the time that that used to hustle on the street, or maybe they are still hustling on the street. You already a CEO. You just got to transition to a legal product. You already know how to run a business. You a boss but you bossing up on the wrong product. You need to just transition to the right product and run your business and watch yourself take off. That's true. That's it's interesting because that's one of the things that I realized. I was like, man, y'all actually have like a legit bit or you have not a legit business. You have a business. It's like, bro, just like take those same skills, apply to something that is legal and you'd be all right. And these days it actually is kind of legal. If you go through the proper channels, you can sell weed if you want to in California. Hey. If you really want to sell weed, <laughs> right. Todd Consultant presents the vending machine business webinar. You can only have one job, but you can have as many vending machines as you want. This is your chance to see how we do business and how you can start your very own vending machine business. Avoid the mistakes we made and start winning. You'll be shown how we find, negotiate, buy, and manage our vending machine business, generating thousands per month, and how it has unlimited scale. To find out more details, hit us up on the link in the bio, on Instagram at Partner with Millie, or on Instagram at Todd.Capital, or just head over to gumroad.com forward slash Todd Capital. Hey, hey. Um, what does wealth mean to you? Man, you want to answer that? Or you want me to answer? You're on mute. You're on mute. You're on mute. 
Absolutely. So think about wealth. When you think about wealth, the first thing that I know I would think it's like money. It's always monetary. Um, but wealth to me is much bigger than that. It's my peace of mind. Um, it's having good spiritual balance. Um, it's having good emotional intelligence. It's um, for me right now at 53 years old, it's spending time with my grandchildren and being able to pour into them some of the things that I did not have an opportunity to pour into my own children because I was much younger. Um, it's my overall physical health. That's very important to me. Uh, went to the doctor not long ago. Doctor's like, oh my God, your blood pressure is extremely high. They put me on medication and stuff. My wealth is getting off of blood pressure medication. <laughs> that would be extreme, some, some extreme wealth that hit my life um, to be able to back away from that. So um, it's being able to um, live a, a comfortable lifestyle. Um, but in the, the grand scheme of things, it, wealth to me has been able to have um, the resources and the funding to bless somebody else and to make a difference in somebody else's life. So that's my whole spiel on wealth. Shells. Mine is, uh, mine is, uh, I'm in the beginning stages of my wealth. And what I, what I mean by that is I get to get up every morning, just walk in my office and call my fleet manager to check on my trucks and where they at. And then call which my fleet manager is my son and then I call my daughter to check on the invoices to make sure that we getting paid for what the trucks are, are done. But then, you know, me and my wife, we working on uh, creating more passive passive income. Like we, we flipping our first real estate project right now. It go on the market in two weeks. We looking for 10 to 20 acres of land so we can uh, start some truck parking. So, my, you know, I'm in the beginning stages where all I got to do is wake up every morning and just check on this, check on that, check on that and check on that. And that's that's where we headed and that's where we want to be. So and then when you have, you know, one thing I learned is from uh, Wall Street Trapper. You know, I learned this from Wall Street Trapper. Wall Street Trapper said you want to position yourself where you can print money to buy freedom. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to print money to buy freedom. And when I say print money, I mean earn money earn different passive incomes where you can buy freedom because the time is the most important thing. The time, and this is a new space for us uh, with the level of success that we had in 2021 that we, we are learning what to do with the money that we made. We didn't know what to do. You know, we were spending as fast as it was coming in. We was buying toys and this and that and buying this. And now we learning like, oh, slow down now, slow down. You got to take this money, make this money, earn money. You know what I'm saying? Can't be spending it on a lot of toys and this and that. I will say we have bought some nice toys, though. But uh, <laughs> but we're done with the toys. Ain't no more toys yeah, now. It's all about it. passive income. <laughs> My last question before I ask people where they can find you following support you have going on is what sets apart successful coaching or successful trucking coaching clients? from those who give up, fail, or just never get started? Oh, that's easy. And I say it all the time to my coaching clients. I say it all the time to people that take my seminar class. I'm going to give you the foundation, but the hustle part is sold separately. I can't, I, can't, I can't teach you that. The hustle part is sold separately. If you follow my steps and follow my blueprint, and you're a hustler, and you learn the business, you're going to be successful. It's, it's as simple as that. And you, if you get on my coaching call with some of my clients that are having success, 
they tell the people all the time, be patient, follow the steps, listen to coach and put in some work and you're going to be successful. It's just that simple. Yeah, I would have to say I piggyback on everything that he said. Well, I veggie back. We're not doing pigs. <laughs> We're not doing pork right. We're not doing pork right now, but I, <laughs> I veggie back on what you say. Yeah. Awesome. Great conversation. The last question I always ask our guests is where can they find you? Where can they follow you? And where can they support what you have going on? But can you kind of break down the different trucking products you have and where they can find those? Because I'm really interested in that. Um. Go ahead, babe. Yeah, so we do have a full suite of services. Um, we do have, you know, if you just want to kind of like learn the industry at a very high level, we do have a, a ebook that really breaks down our Coach Sheldon's gems, everything that he learned. So we do have the ebook that's available. And then if you want to um, take it a step further and um, purchase the replay, which is the full seminar on how to get started from beginning to end, it's about a four-hour replay. You can. Take it at your leisure, you know, go through it as you want to. Um, that is a service we have as well. And then we have our online portal. The only difference in the replay and the ebook and the portal is that the portal is a six month access and there's videos in there of him at the truck stop showing you how to measure your freight, showing you how to install an ELD, showing you how to use a lift gate. So we have about 13 videos. There's also a business plan in there on how to start thinking from a business perspective. Um, uh, in terms of building your business. So the online portal, again, six-month access, is, it's all videos. So it's a little a little more interactive than the replay and the uh, ebook. And then we also have our top tier, which, I, which is our VIP coaching program, where we literally hold your hand every step of the way to be successful in this business. Um, and that is all housed uh, right on our Instagram page. If you go to Sheldon underscore box truck coach, Sheldon underscore box for a coach. You click the link in our bio. You'll see all of our services, any guest appearances. We'll also put this YouTube clip on our um, link tree as well. <laughs> we got you. We got you, Charles. We'll put that in there as well. Um, follow us on Instagram. See what we're doing. See the impact we're making across this country. Um, and uh, yeah. Oh, and also you can call us. So if you call us, you know, you will get a response back. We recommend that you text this number because you'll get a faster response. But if you text 833-269-8785, again, that's 833-269-8785. Text us any questions, any comments. We'll get back to you as well. Um, and then our website is www.boxtruckcoach.com, boxtruckcoach.com. Awesome. So you guys, we're going to have all those links in the show notes and um, also on the YouTube. And we'll definitely have this clip. It's already live on YouTube, but the official podcast will roll out in about a week or so. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you give us a five-star review if you think it's a five-star podcast. And uh, I just appreciate you guys for making it on. I know we had to reschedule. I know we had um, that going on, but I appreciate the conversation. I was looking, I was like, man, I got to have these people on the show. And you guys can <laughs> disappoint. So I appreciate that. So and, how did uh, you find us, Todd? How did you, how did you find us? You know, what's interesting is I've seen some clips on Instagram uh, through social proof. And then I have an admin and she's going and she's, reaching out to people for me so she actually found you so i'd seen you but she found you if that makes sense yeah. she did the reaching out part but yeah um just social media okay cool things but, thank you yes but it's been a, it's been my pleasure my man it's been my pleasure brother
That wraps up another episode of the Millionaire Podcast. My name is Charles Ogilvy, and we're signing out. Awesome. Peace.